pop, 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 pop. She could hear it as she was running down to the marketplace. She kept hearing the pop. She was running to the marketplace with one of her younger sons. She had heard about a rumor of of people being dragged out of their office. And as she was running to the marketplace, she kept hearing those sounds. And she stumbled and knew exactly what was happening. Out in the marketplace was her husband, a doctor, who was dragged from his office, as were several other men. And when she got there, she saw one of her eldest sons kneeling by the father, who was lifeless. And the other sons and daughter were, were nearby. It was 1949, 71 years ago. It was in Taiwan, of all places. And the political scene was, well, it was inflamed. It was inflamed. This doctor had been a community leader who had, uh, who had uh, voiced the concerns of the community and was a leader of a group of men. And those men were dragged out. They were dragged out not by the Japanese who, who had, were uh, ferocious uh, oppressors and conquerors of Taiwan for 60 plus years, brutal, brutal people. They had been kicked out after the war. And, and in that few years between after the war, the Chinese nationalists were driven out by Mao and the communists. And they made their home in Taiwan. And the people rejoiced. They're one of us. They're one of us. But it turns out it wasn't Back to the uh, us versus the Japanese, it was back to that same old story of the haves and the have-nots. Us versus them. And in Chiang Kai-shek's dictatorship, he wanted what he wanted. And so this young doctor with nine children with one who was just a few months old, brought out his people and took out these men who were vocal critics of his regime. And I know that story because I've heard the story, little whispers that Susanna has, has whispered to me over the years that we've been married. And it really kind of didn't come to pass until about a month ago when, uh, when we were sent, she was sent uh, a little docudrama, a reenactment of, of what happened 70-plus years ago. It, it, it was a story of this young doctor with this fine family and wife and nine kids. And it, it, it told the story of how he was dragged out with several men and massacred right in the marketplace in front of everybody, in front of his children, in front of his wife. 
That little girl who is just a few months old is my mother-in-law. Susanna's grandfather is the one who lay there lifeless in the marketplace. This docudrama was a little odd as we watched it. One, I, I, I couldn't speak Chinese, so uh, Susanna was translating it for me. But it also had this, uh, this layer of old Chinese nationalist army uniforms along with scenes of, as they were walking down the street, of a modern Taipei with the buildings and the people watching this uh, reenactment. And it was the layers upon layers of, of different uniforms and people in it. And at first it seemed odd, but then, then it seemed like that was the right way to be. The modern in the 70 years. It, it was like the layers had been uh, slowly removed. And you could see the impact that it had. A community had lost a vocal leader. A neighborhood that had lost a doctor, beloved, but more importantly, a wife had lost her husband. Sons and daughters had lost their father. Some of them would never recover, really, spiritually. A couple of the older children were dragged off to probably a re-education camp. And my Mother-in-law, just a babe, grew up without a father. It was back to the same old us versus them. In this reading from Paul to the Romans, he is going to use these layers that have been built up over the generations. From the very front of, of of the creation of the universe, to the present time and into the future. Paul is going to unpeel some of these layers. And he's going to show how how it was always us versus them. It was always about a rebellion against God from the very beginning of time. It, it It was the Jews who kept the law and and. And, and thought by, by doing that, they were in the grace of the living God of the universe. And the them were the Gentiles, those that were on the outside, those who didn't even probably think about God. And Paul will peel off these layers over and over to show that, that all of creation, all of creation, has turned their back on the God of the universe. Every single one of them. Even the ones who who had the special ceremonies and the special words and the special sacraments. They were in the same boat. They were in the same boat as the ones who didn't even bother to think about God. Who could care less about God. And as Paul peels off these layers, he is just not saying uh, you're apathetic to God. He is saying to both Jew and Gentile, you are an enemy of the Most High God. You are in, in utter 
rebellion and destruction against the God of the universe. And your actions and your consequences and your sins are like human waste, like a cesspool to God's holiness. And it is only by the gift of God in Jesus Christ. It is only by the cross and the resurrection that God has called you to Himself. It's not because you're a smart, brilliant lawyer or a a great general or you can throw a fastball 95 miles an hour with a beautiful curve or the way you look or your bloodlines or any of that. Paul will say that means zero nothing. You're an enemy, a walking dead in front of the God of the universe. And the only way, and the only way that you are made living again, that you are placed into real life, is because of God's grace through Jesus Christ. And then Paul here in chapter 5 will lay it out. And he will say, you've been made right. You've been given the righteousness of God. God has placed that in you, and you are now at peace with the God of the universe. You are at peace with the God of the universe and made right. Those layers that Paul brings out, now he places back the real beauty, and that we now have true peace. Because what has happened is that the whole human sewage that God has crawled through to bring us life is made alive now in us through Jesus Christ. That His love is poured out into us by the Holy Spirit. That God initiates it. God is the one who's taking the first step. God is the one who gives the gift. And you're to only receive it. To repent. To ask forgiveness. To surrender to the God of the universe. To say, we are no longer enemies because of Jesus Christ. Those layers in our lives sometimes need to be pulled off and they need to be removed. And it's done not by our own hard work or by our own power. It's done by submitting our lives to the God of the universe who has poured out that gift into us. A few years ago, If you've seen the beautiful red door that we have, we painted it and it and it shone and it's vibrant red and it leads into our conference room. And in that conference room, right as you walk down the steps, there's there was this ugly mat of rubber. And it had to have been there for at least 30 plus years. And it was worn and it was dingy and we had talked about removing it and putting in some some nice tile. 
And as the Sextons and Robert Hanley started removing and peeling off the layers and dirt and the muck, what they found was a beautiful green tile mosaic that was there. Absolutely gorgeous. But somehow, people had, over the years, put layers and layers down upon it. There's a special part, right at the very beginning of, of this uh, chapter. It says, therefore, since, since we have been made right with God, we have peace with God. It's a small little word. Two letters. We. We. Paul moves from the us and them into this unified little word that is incredibly powerful. It says, since we have been made right with God, we are at peace with God. We have been reconciled to him by Jesus Christ. As we peel off those layers one by one, we understand we're all in the same boat. We all understand we have no power to recover and to make ourselves righteous. The us and them are made a we because of Jesus Christ. May we as a church, may we as a church repent, may we as a church ask forgiveness, may we as a church slowly peel off those layers of muck and dirt and reveal God's glory and hope. Amen. Amen. Amen.